0: Hello and welcome to Early Childhood Ireland's podcast. Our podcast series will feature interviews and discussions on all issues relating to quality early learning and care, with a range of speakers who are leaders in the areas that matter most to Early Childhood Ireland members. I'm Maura Corbett and I work with Early Childhood Ireland, and you're most welcome to Episode 2, Self-Regulation, It Starts With Us. In this podcast, we'll talk about the important role and awareness of self-regulation plays in our work with children and families. And to explore these issues, I'm delighted to introduce my colleague, Catherine McHugh. Over recent months, Catherine has been working intensively on the development of materials to support educators' well-being and mental health. This is always important, but never more so than in this COVID-19 world, where we are also conscious of health and safety. And balancing that with the equal importance of well-being. So, Catherine, a huge welcome to this episode.
1: Thank you so much, i and delighted to be here.
0: So, over the past few years, we've heard begun to hear a lot about the concept of self-regulation. Can you tell us how you first came to hear about it and what drew you to the ideas of self-regulation?
1: Yeah, um, so I would be very much a fan of mindfulness. And that approach to everything when it comes to early childhood education and to myself, um, there's very little that I would uh, use for training with children that I kind of don't use for myself in my everyday life. So I always kind of relate everything back and try and use the same processes when it comes to self-regulation, to mindfulness, to emotions, to processing, all that kind of thing. So I try to bring things back to myself as much as I can. Um, In the past, I suppose I would have looked at a lot of mindfulness with children around play and how visible it is in play. Um, I also would, in training, uh, connect a lot with The Whole Brain Child by Daniel Siegel, um, a book that I I'm really fond of, um, which is all about relating to emotions and naming it as it happens, rather than you know having your typical poster on the wall which demonstrates sadness or happiness. So the meaningfulness of being mindful of naming things in the moment, I suppose, I would really have a, a, a passion for when I'm working with children, when I'm working with adults who work with children, and so on. So. At the beginning of lockdown, I was asked to put together some articles to help support educators, parents and children um, with their mental health and wellbeing being throughout COVID in particular. Um, so in doing that, I, I came across Stuart Shanker and his idea of self-reg. Um, and although I've heard of him before in the past and probably used quotes from his in the past, I really got stuck in. And I found his approach to be so interesting and really, it really just made loads of sense to me. And so in fact, I ended up taking a very, very, very long time to complete my articles because I kept learning new things and wanting to learn new things around Stuart Shanker. And so this podcast, I suppose, is coming from those articles. So it'd be interesting for listeners to maybe take a read of them on the website. Okay,
0: so before we we go into explore some of the detail of those materials that you've been working on and that people can refer to, can you give us, um, if it's possible, um, a definition of what self regulation is, so uh, so we know what uh, yeah. what exactly it entails.
1: So self regulation, it looks. Far beyond the action, it looks at the child. It takes into account, and what I find find most interesting, it takes into account the before, during, and after of the behaviour or of the emotions that are the stressors, as Stuart Shanker calls them, um, for children. And it's exactly the same for adults. So, it's Stuart himself would often say that um, it cannot be very much confused with self control. And self control is actually the impulse, um, or it could be muscle impulse, uh, resisting an impulse, I should say. Um, And self regulation goes far beyond just the impulse, it actually goes to find the root of the reason for the impulse. So I found that really interesting. Um, And it's very much not about removing the stressors, he sees stress as being a very positive thing that it has a very positive effect physically, socially, emotionally for everyone when they go through it. So it's not about removing stress from people's lives. It's about understanding it from start to finish. So that's really what self-regulation is.
0: And then relate that then to adults.
1: Okay, so when I was putting this together, there's um, five different steps that that Shanker, that i focused on for my pieces um and each step um it, there's a lot in each step so I, I might just run through each step and i'll relate it in that way um so step one would be the signs of stress and reframing behaviors so this is about recognizing the stress and what that behavior is So it's not, it's about naming it and seeing it. So really stepping back and being present is a really valuable thing. And that, again, brings us back to that mindfulness piece that I was talking about earlier. Being mindful in the moment, seeing what's happening for yourself, seeing what's happening for other children and recognising it as stress. Um, Sorry, moving on to step two, recognising the stressors. Um, So this one would very much come under five domains. So, biological, he, sorry, he recognizes five domains. First one is biological, um, which is an overstimulation of sound or light, you know, anything physical in the environment that may be affecting you or the children in your care. Um, Emotionally, you may be affected with finding it difficult to cope with different emotions strong emotions it could be a positive emotion or it could be a negative emotion it doesn't necessarily always have to be negative sometimes people find it hard to to deal with cope with positive emotions and um, an example of that would be you know opening a, a gift in front of somebody for a lot of people and myself included that can be so stressful because you want to make sure you have the right reaction you want to be appreciative of all those kind of things so that can be a stressor but we may not see it as a stressor mm-hmm. um cognitively you know processing the different kinds of information to make sure you're processing it clearly and um, socially or pro-socially and um, dealing with other people's stress or dealing with cues from other people so that would be all recognising the stressors and what came across as well very strongly with this approach is never just look at one domain and it often comes about that you think oh I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling with my environment at the moment it's noisy it's loud but in fact when you sit back and look at all the five domains you may come to realise that you have hidden stressors within those domains that you're finding really difficult to cope with as well. So it's about really examining the five domains and reflecting on yourself and seeing if anything is hidden in there, because often we can deal with the big ones, but the little ones are the hard ones to deal with. Um, and then reducing the stress. Uh, so it is exactly what it says. It's it's working with, you know, moving physical things from the environment that may be hard for you to process, uh, uh, Speaking about these things a bit more, being open, naming things for yourself, that can help you reduce the stress. Um, and reflection, we all, we all know that in early years, we're the best reflectors in the world. <laughs> Everything we do, we reflect on it. So this is one thing that as, as I was writing the articles, I could see that we do it right in early childhood education. So it's about making the time to actually process what has just happened from start to finish, It is with COVID. It's you know we've been through such a crazy, hard time, and we have to appreciate that and name it and give ourselves time to reflect on it. What it meant for us, what it meant for the families we work with, what it meant for the children we care for. (coughs) Excuse me. So it it is about taking that step back, reflecting on everything, and this is actually one of the. The most valuable steps is the next one that I came across and I, I really liked it so it's adding that bit to respond um, and it's actually it's, it's interesting because it's not about how you physically or emotionally respond to it it's actually about how you allow your body to respond to things so after all of this after the storm has passed and you have done your reflection what makes you feel good um, what can help you return to a state of calm? Uh, is it a walk in the park? Is it listening to your favourite song? It's something, it's something that you choose to help yourself to come back to that calm state. Um, you will see in some of the articles as well that I mentioned an arousal con- continuum. And within this, in the centre of it, I think it's point four. It's being calmly focused and alert. Um, above that you have been in a state of hypo alert drowsiness or just being asleep so that's kind of the continuum and then below this is hyper alert or you're flooded with emotions or with thoughts and that uh, you can't concentrate and be calm when you're in any of these other states so it's about trying to get your back self back to that calm and alert state where you can truly kind of feel yourself again and you can you can move on you can leave mm. it in the past you've done all your pieces of self-reflection and on self-regulation and you've recognized what that's meant for you and you're able to move on in a positive way not dismissing the stress itself but actually just recognizing it for what it was and feeling the benefits of it and moving it on to the next time you need to use your self-regulation, you'll probably be a lot more aware and ready for it. I don't know, does that make any sense?
0: (laughs) Yeah, and one of the things that strikes me, Catherine, is that, you know, you mention about when you're flooded. Yeah. You you, you know, you need kind of help either from within or without to get past that. Yeah. And what that can be like for children who haven't yet developed the resources exactly. to be able to to move on from being flooded exactly. um, in, intrinsically uh, internally and they absolutely need our support to move on
1: yeah and it's interesting because um in the step of reflection actually if you're working with children and with yourself personally it's something you can do and it's actually something i've done before this podcast because i was feeling a little bit nervous so i was actually noticing the physical Impact it was having on my body, so you know my raised heart rate, my <laughs> my breathing faster, all those kind of things that come with nervousness. I've never done a podcast before, so I think it's natural. Yeah, but um, I was able to to recognise that in myself, the physical reaction of my body to stress, and in the reflection. And later on, possibly when I return to that state of calm, I'll be able to think about it a bit more and I'll be able to recognize, yeah, that I, I regulated that stress and I worked with it. And um, similarly for children, you know, asking them, you know, um, can you feel it in your chest? Can you feel it in your arms? You know, th- so that they can pinpoint what stress mm. physically feels like for them. Um, oh, their tummy me tummy yeah. tummy yeah yeah, yeah exactly I,
0: that's a that's a really good example and the way you related it to to yourself in <laughs> in this in this present moment <laughs>
1: so, I was actually just thinking about it before I came on I was like oh yeah I'm definitely feeling stressors <laughs> right now
0: <laughs> I, I can use this <laughs> so Catherine um I suppose it's it just to say as well for for the listeners that there there are graphics in in PDF uh, in the materials on on the website that they can print off. You don't have to yeah. remember all those steps when you're uh, getting yourself into it. Yeah, and can you refer um, people to Signpost for further reading about um, self-reg?
1: Yeah well obviously I'm a big fan of Stuart Shanker so if you actually go to his website it's www.selfreg.ca I think. Um, yeah. Stuart's from Canada so I think it's .ca yeah. um, and he has some really interesting stuff on his website and some lovely readings and as he said infographics that we've used for some of our articles um, and you will, it, it, he's brilliant, he's fantastic and he's really clear ways of, of describing things but be warned you might get glued to it just like mm. I did and um, never-ending discoveries that's in it. Um, also uh, Daniel Seagal, I know I, I mentioned him earlier, mm. I'm particularly when working with children but you can absolutely relate it to yourself, his book The Whole Brain Child I'm a a massive fan of it and it's something that I bring into most training programs that I would, I would do regardless of what it is. Um, But then back to, I suppose to our framework of Astra and just naming the confident and competent child at the center of everything that we do. Um, that's one of his things how we view children is what they become so if we see them as confidence and confidence they'll become confidence and confidence so just to remember that in everything that we do is is really valuable
0: and that's a great note to end on um, so Catherine thank you so very much for sharing those fascinating ideas and suggestions um it, I think it's really important to remind ourselves that we need to mind ourselves so we can care for others um a previous webinar that i heard um anthony saman talking that you know putting the needs of staff on the agenda won't mean that their needs override um that of the children um and that putting ourselves first means we really are putting the children first so catherine thank you very much again and thanks to you the listeners for joining us again and we really look forward to your company on our next podcast